be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. I greet you in the name of Jesus, which is still the only name under heaven given among men whereby you might be saved. The book says whereby you must be saved. I want to say how honored I am to be here in supper with all of you. I don't know of a man in the world I love any more than Brother Jonathan Alviar, any more dear to me and yet whom I honor any more. I've been driven down the highway quite a few miles listening to him preach with tears running down my cheeks, thanking God for people who still love this glorious gospel. What we have here tonight is almost a celebration of 50 years. We can't talk about it without trying to feel a little something about it. Do we still have any of the kinfolk, the children of Brother Cranford in the house? Would you hold your hands up where I can see you? Oh, why don't we give them a hand, huh? All right. That's it. Uh, any grandchildren? Where's grandchildren, brother, sister Cranford? They're working in the back. I just want to give honor to the family, brother Cranford, for sharing your daddy and your mama, helping make this place become possible. Is there any children of brother and sister Free? <clears throat> Is there any children of brother and sister Ballestero in the house here? <laughs> Well, let me just say that this church was what Brother Joe Duke rubbed our noses in. We thought we was having good church up there in Yankee Land and had sweet services. Brother Joe Duke came up and said, you Yankees don't know how to have church and told us that we need to have church like they did in Sulphur, Louisiana. He made us do our song services all over again. He wasn't going to leave us alone until we shouted and danced. So if you're here now and you think that we're kind of crazy and wild today, you wish that we was back at the very beginning. I want to remind you it was at the beginning where Brother Duke said, this is what it's like, and I thank God it hadn't changed since the beginning. Amen. Praise God. I want to give honor to all the ministers that are here. I, I love these good men. Time is so far away from me. It's 20 minutes after 9, and I'm the only thing between you and donuts and coffee. Here, right? Donuts and coffee? He didn't deny it either, did he? Oh, Lord. Can, can I use this other microphone? Thank you, girl. I want to... Say thank you for the, our lovely visit in the evangelistic quarters. Wonderful basket. Beautiful flowers. Fresh, live, sure enough flowers. No, no, no fakey stuff. Newspapers every morning. The TV's broke back there, but other than that. <laughs> if you could have somebody get on that, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> and you... Some of y'all have made wonderful meals to bring in and uh, desserts and everything. I just 
thank you for that, for your offerings. I want you to know that you couldn't have done it for nicer folks, and I, I appreciate it from the depths of my heart. I, uh, I too, consider Brother Alviar my friend. And I want to thank him for loving truth, for preaching without fear or favor. I want to thank him for not listening to the voice of compromise. I want to thank him for being there for this flock. My father told me, if you don't have a shepherd's heart, you've got no business being a shepherd. But he's been a man that's been a caring man. Some of you know that he's helped turn your lives around and the lives of your families. You owe this man so much. He's helped put some of your homes back together. Yes, he has. And he's a man that you know when he prays for you that God surely is listening when this man prays. I want to thank you for being fair, Elder, for preaching sound doctrine, for your wise counsel, for your excellent advice like you already mentioned. Amen. For having balance in you, for being a man that folks can trust. I might be an old geezer in the eyes of a lot of people in this house, but you might be quite a few years younger than me, but I still look up to you. I want to thank you for being a, a pastor that heaven can be proud of. God said if you loved him, he'd give you pastors after his own heart. And that's what God has done right here in this house. And I want to thank you for choosing such a wonderful helpmate. you got good taste. And that's what I'm talking about. She is a perfect lady. She's got good sense. She's an excellent example of holiness, motherhood, good godly example of what a Christian should look like and act like. Some look like it, but they don't <clears throat> moving right along. I want to say thank you for being totally committed to the work of God. Lord, do you all know how good you got it here? Amen. Besides that, she's gorgeous. Just look at her. Oh, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Anybody who wouldn't love Sister Alviar wouldn't fight for the country. That's how I feel about it. Amen. Well, how many are going to help me preach a little bit here tonight? Thank you, Jesus. I, you know what? I'm going to let you be seated. You'll thank me later. I love you. Don't know why, but I do. So nice to get to see you and meet you. Thank you for coming being here with us. Looking forward to getting to see y'all more. Enjoyed my time at your place. I love you, man. If I could sing like you sing, I'd write my own request. <laughs> he does, they said. <laughs> Brother Phillips, I don't want to live my life without you in it. You're a preacher's preacher. Proud of you, man. If I've ever had a pastor be a friend to me, Brother Hare has been a friend to me. If there's ever an evangelist that blessed our church, your ministry blessed our church, I love every stitch of hide on you. If you ever wake up in the morning with a knife stuck in your back, I didn't put it there. That's all announcements. I love you, man. That girl you got with your arm around, you kind of snuggling it up to? That's one of my daughters, so you treat her nice. You understand that? You don't have to answer to me. That's what we're talking about right there. All right. 
That's all announcements. You may be seated. I'm going to preach to you tonight on a subject that I've been fussing with in my mind all week. And uh, all I know to do is just get it off. I'm kind of tired of having to explain to folks why we worship. And I am tired of feeling intimidated to worship by folks who want me to feel like you're too far out there. And maybe I have gone overboard in some ways just to get some folks to come up to the middle of the road. I want to preach to you tonight on this subject. There's a reason for my dance. I'm not dancing just because I don't know why I'm dancing. I'm da There's a reason why I praise the Lord. Now, just a minute. We're talking 50 years kind of stuff. We ought to have some kind of little shindig going on here. We ought to have some kind of little rejoicing before we get out of here. I, I, I could be kissing grandbabies somewhere. I could be looking at my, my daughter, my sons, and enjoying family time. I could be out somewhere honeymooning with sugar boogers. Yeah, that's a good idea. But we're here having church. And I just don't want to have another service. I want to go ahead and have some church before we're done here tonight. Is that all right? Now, the bad news is I'm hungry just like you're hungry. That, well, maybe that is the good news. Maybe I'll quit sooner. And uh, bless you. All I can say is that every time we come to church, that's a good time to praise the Lord. Worship is everybody's business. Having church is everybody's business. Don't leave the worship up to praise singers. And don't leave the worship up to the song leader or the person next to you. Why do we let the same old six and seven be the ones that have church where we watch? Oh, come on, put your hands together. There's a reason for my dance. But before I get to the Bible reason, let me go back in time. Once upon a time, Boy, that's way back. Everybody say, that's way back. Once upon a time, there was three little pigs. That's what I'm talking about. And the three little pigs one day went out into the big, 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 big wide world to seek their fortune. Almost talked in tongues right there, didn't I? <laughs> And the first little pig ran into a man that had a wagon load of sticks, or straw rather. I almost preached some false doctrine right there. And he begged the man to give him some straw so he could build a house. The second little pig ran into a man with a wagon load of sticks, and he begged him to let him have some sticks so he could build a house. 
The third little pig ran into a man that had some bricks. And he made a deal with him to get some bricks to build a house. That's what the book says. Thank God for Mother Goose. And about the time the houses got all built, the man who uh, would be walking by could see the little pig living in his house of straw. So happy. I got my own place. But one day, the big bad wolf, my Lord, come by the house. And he knocked on the door and he said, Little pig, little pig, let me in. And the little pig said, Your folks have been reading the book, man. Man, these folks know the book. And the big bad wolf said, I'll, and I'll, and I'll. So he, and he, and he. My Lord, we're having church. <laughs> Well, we might as well have fun. We've been here 50 years, my Lord. And the little pig saw that he was without a house. And he began to run down the road. Double clutching A-flat trailer trucking. You like that. And he ran up to his brother's house. It had the house of sticks. And they got inside and locked the door. And here come the big bad wolf. And the big bad wolf said as he knocked on the door. Oh, come on, you all can worship better than that. Little pig, little pig. And the little pig said. That made the wolf mad. And he said. And out, and out. So he, and he, and he. Oh, Lord, two miracles in a row. My Lord. They ran down the road as fast as they could till they got to the older brother's house. The house made out of sticks. Oh, keep turning the pages with me now, folks. It's in there. You can read, the, you can read it. and you, It's in the book. And you can see the pictures with your own eyes. Ding. Turn the page when you hear the ding. <laughs> and so, my Lord, I feel the anointment coming on right now. <laughs> I'm going to bring it to a close now. <laughs> they knocked the little... The little pigs all got together in their older brother's house made out of bricks. And here come the big bad wolf. And he knocked on the door. The door was locked. That's what I'm talking about. And he, the big bad wolf, said to the little pigs, Little pig! Little pig! And the little pigs got together and they sang a trio and they said, 
Lord, no telling what's going to happen in this place tonight. I just feel it oozing all over. <laughs> and the big bad wolf said, Then out! And out! And out! So he... And he... And nothing happened. So he... And he... And nothing happened. Well, the little pigs had been thinking ahead of time, and they had a fire going in the fireplace. And a big cauldron. That's a pot for some of you city slickers. Some of y'all don't read your mother goose very much, do you? <laughs> Stay with the book. <laughs> Oh, help us, Jesus. The big bad wolf climbed up on the roof. He thought, I'm going to slide down the chimney and I'll get him. But when he slid down the chimney, they pulled the lid off the big pot. And he went in there and burned up and they put the lid on it. And you hear the ding. And you turn the page. And the next picture you see is a fat little pig in the front with a little pipe and he's doing this and there's a pig right behind him going rat-a-tat-tat 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 on the drum oh you know I'm telling you the truth and the third little pig he's just dancing he ain't got nothing but he's just a dancer even mother goose will teach you there's a reason for your dance. When you've gotten the victory over your enemy, there's a reason to dance. There's a reason to get happy. Oh, even fairy tales teach you that. Oh, come on. We've got a reason to shout around here. We've got a reason to get happy in Jesus. Look what the Lord has done for us. Oh, come on, put your hands together, praise Him. Well, fiction told us that. Let's see what history tells us. Let me talk about Indians. There was three times Indians danced. You know that, Tecumseh. You've been scalped, didn't you? <laughs> Quit rejoicing, Mama. <laughs> it would get so dry that the corn wouldn't grow. It would get so dry that the creek would dry up. It would get so dry that the grass would turn brown and the horses couldn't eat. It would get so dry that babies was crying for something to drink. And daddies and mama said, I tell you what we need to do. We need to have us a rain dance. We're not going to dance because it's been raining, but we're going to dance until it rains. We're going to... Get me a drummer around here. Where, where's, where's, where's me a drummer? Get me a drummer. Come on. Good. 
I, I, I need you to, to be an Indian tonight. I mean, a boom, 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 boom. Come on. Oh, my God, you're slow. We're shouting and we're dancing because we want it to rain. We need the rain. We gotta have the rain. I'm tired of dry services. I'm tired of not being satisfied. Oh, come. Anybody want it to rain around here? Oh, praise him, praise him. Sit down. It wasn't that good. The second reason that they danced. It was called a war dance. Because I'm sick and tired of what they've been doing to me. And I can't take it any longer. I'm fixing to go to battle. And I'm shouting because I'm going to war. I haven't won the victory yet, but I'm fixing to. Oh, some of you, the devil's been robbing you. And the devil's been messing with you. And you need to get it in your head. I'm getting ready to go to war. <laughs> oh, Lord. Come on. Give me my war dance. Boom, boom. Oh, you're from a different tribe. I need my war dance again. Thank you. Oh, come on. I feel a shout coming on. I'm telling you, there's a reason for my dance. There's a reason when I come to church that I get happy. <laughs> okay, keep my keep my, my war dance drum going right there. The third reason, sit down, it wasn't that good. The third reason that the Indians danced was when they had won the victory. Just because I'm shouting don't mean I've won the victory. But if I'm going to shout before I win the victory, then Sugar Booger, watch me when I've won the victory. Just back up and give me some room. Because I'm coming to have some church. Some of you have fought hell for your children. Some of you have fought hell for your marriages. Some of you have had God put food on your table. <laughs> you hear what I'm talking about? You've got a reason to get happy. You've got a reason to shout. You've got a reason to get excited in Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. My Lord, never you mess with God's people long enough. All God has is an army. There's no discharge in it. We just keep on fighting and we keep on winning in Jesus' name. Give my man a hand back here, would you? Thank you. You may be seated. Number one. I'm just going to teach a little Bible study. Number one. There's a reason for my dance. Number one. Because the Lord is here. I can make Nyla and Carlene... And Ramona 
the local folks know who I'm talking about, my sisters. I can make them mad like that. All I have to do is leave a little message on their phone. It'll be something like this. I'll sing as bad as I do. The words to the song, the Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here. I can feel it in the atmosphere. The Spirit of the Lord is here. And I growl it out. I know that when they hear that, they get mad because it will get in their brain and they can't get it out for two or three days. They'll sing it, they'll sing it, they'll sing it. Oh, Lord, when you find the Spirit of the Lord is here. The book said in 2 Samuel 6, 14, see, I finally got around to Scripture. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. That linen ephod is what the Levites and priests wore when they were doing service. He had to take off his royal robe to put on something that he could worship God in. And some of you need to take off your job titles when you come here. Some of you need to take off your own self-importance of who you think you are and realize you're here to praise the name of the Lord. Now, here, here's what happened. David is out dancing before the ark. Sit down. He is out dancing. Now, I don't know how he danced. You ever danced in the Holy Ghost? Get your fingers out your Bible. Stand up. Show me how you think David might have danced a little bit. No, he didn't say, thank you, Jesus. He just said, hallelujah. Did I tell you to sit down? Thank you. Stay right there. And David's wife, Michael, had a problem with him shouting. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I've got a problem with any woman named Mike. I can think of too many other words that it rhymes with. She is Saul's daughter. And she's having a problem with worship. God cursed her. I'm going to get ahead of myself. David said to his wife, Woman, I'm going to be more vile than this. And the word vile there is, one of the definition is W-I-L-D, wild. I preach a sermon, one whole sermon with a do-rag on my head. And it says, born to be wild. I, if I'm a worshiper, I'm not supposed to be this little... He said, I'm going to be more wild than this. You know, I was preaching for my father-in-law one night, and I saw this guy about halfway back. I had about, I don't know, 350, 400 people there that night. And I came up to this dude, and I said, man, I said, you've been fishing buddies for 20 years or more. I said, in all the years I've seen you, knowing you, I've never seen you out in the aisle shouting. 
I've never seen you with both hands in the air. I said, have you ever danced in the Holy Ghost? He said, no, sir. I said, tonight is your lucky night. He said, I'll give you everything in my pocket if you let me sit down. What I did was, I said, give me your hand. The Bible said, leap for joy. Stand right there. Don't move. Can you do that? You look like you could do that. Okay. I jumped up and down, and the quail head stood right there. Didn't even move. I said, give me your other hand. The book said, leap for joy. Keep standing right there. Don't move. And I jumped up and down. The guy just kept standing there. I said, brother, I am so sorry. People laughed at me. I said, I feel like I've embarrassed you. Have I embarrassed you? I said, I am so sorry. Would you forgive me? Thank you. He flunked acting 101. And I, I said, brother, I really don't feel like you really sister. I think there's still a little something there. Would you, you really forgive me? Hug my neck, brother. I bounced him. I bounced him till I felt him do something like that. I turned him loose. Mama got up. She ain't never seen him shout. And she ain't never shouted either, but Bobby Pin started going like that. The married children had never seen Mama or Dad shout. And they had never shouted, but they started shouting. The church had never seen any of that family shout. So the whole church started shouting. One person can be the key to a breakthrough in a worship service. It could be you if you just go ahead and praise the Lord. I'm telling you, there's a reason for my dance. Why? The Spirit of the Lord is here. Come on, you ought to praise Him. They shouted for three hours. We need an old-time breakthrough. I said we need an old-fashioned breakthrough in the Holy Ghost. Let it start with me. Let it start with you. Hallelujah. There's a reason for my dance. Reason number two. from God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a reason for my dance. Number three, because I got the Holy Ghost. With joy shall you draw waters out of the well of salvation. Why are you dancing? Oh, I got the Holy Ghost, that's why. <laughs> when you got saved in your church, how come you didn't shout? How come you didn't praise God? The Methodist Bishop of the Northern Indiana Diocese contacted the Methodist pastor on South Olive Street and Lincoln Way on that corner of that church and said, I want you to contact Reverend Ballestero and find out why it is that their singing can be so loud. And we have the same amount of people 
And we have to have CDs and cassettes to, with the songs in the background to supplement our singing. So I'm sitting there at Four Seasons. The man offered to buy my lunch so I could tell him. So it happened I knew what I was going to say. I bought his lunch to make it worth my time. Because you can't talk about why we worship like we worship without talking about the Holy Ghost. Because it's the Holy Ghost. Oh, I would worry if I didn't feel like praising God because maybe something would be wrong with my Holy Ghost. My Holy Ghost makes me want to praise Him. My Holy Ghost makes me want to sing. My Holy Ghost makes me want to shout. The reason why I sing and shout, I got the Holy Ghost, that's why. <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all sit down. I got the Holy Ghost, that's why. My Lord. Number five. Number four, why we do this? Because God made me. Read where God made the men to shout when they got done rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem under the days of Nehemiah. And when the men started shouting, the women started praising God too. And when the children saw Mommy and Daddy doing it, they started praising God so that the noise, the book says, was heard afar off. My point to you is that, Daddy, you want your son to be a worshiper? Show him how. Mama, you want your daughter to praise God? You get out in the aisle and show her how. Don't expect your children to live for God if you're not willing to do it. Don't expect them to be worshipers if you're not a worshiper. Am I making sense to anybody in the house? There's a reason for my dance. Number five, because God is on my side. I'm not fighting my battles by myself. Not only is God on my side, he don't ever lose. <laughs> so everything going to be, be all right. Everything going to be, be all right. You don't have to live in the molly grubs. You can shout because God's on your side. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what bad report you get. God's on your side. And if God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? Oh, come on, praise His name. Number six. Why do I dance? Because God has turned my morning into dancing. We can't always turn our own morning into dancing. But when God does it, it's a job well done. David wrote in Psalms chapter 30, verse number 11, Thou hast turned for me, but say for me, my morning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me, wrapped me up with gladness. <laughs> and the word there is McCall, the word for dance. It's a round dance. Come on, put your Bible down. Stand up, about four or five of you. Come on, stand up. I want you to put your arm around each other's shoulders like this. Get in a circle. And I want you to just kind of go around like this and just kind of dance. So you go around. 
That's what they were doing. God's turned my morning into dancing. We've got a reason to get happy. We've got a reason to get excited. We may look a little strange to some folks, but I want you to know we're just not trying to be crazy. There's a reason for our dance. You should have seen me when I was crying, but I cried no more. God turned my morning into dancing. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Thank you, brothers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Number seven, because I'm not in bondage anymore. <laughs> and Miriam, Exodus 15 and 20. And Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand. And all the women had timbrels as well. And they began to dance before the Lord. Where's me a tambourine? We preach against them. Get one of them sorry puppies up here, would you? Come on, girl, you, you'll do. This is Miriam. Okay? Now, stand right there. I won't just stand upon it. I won't touch you, I promise. They were in slavery. Slavery. Getting their backs beat. Making bricks. Digging ditches. Crying and hurting with pain. Where did they get the tambourines? Can you imagine a boy coming up to his mama, a daughter coming up to her mama, say, Mama, what you doing, Mama? Oh, baby, I'm making a tambourine. Mama, what's that for? Well, honey, we're not going to be in slavery all our lives. Someday God's going to get us out of here. And when he does, we're going to have a good time. I'm getting ready for my shout. Because I'm going to put my praise on when I get out of here. I'm going to get my dance on when I get out of here. <laughs> Come on, shake it for me. And when you hear that, you know mama's been set free. When you hear that, you know I'm not in bondage anymore. Are you glad you're out of bondage? Are you glad you've been set free? Because he who the Son has set free is free indeed. Oh, praise his name. Praise for Brother Roger Evans. 199 years ago, it seems like. And he had a gal in his church. I think she might have played lineman for the Miami Dolphins or something. And she was married to a real diminutive little milk toast of a dude who just looked like he was under subjection. Just looking at him. Interesting how folks get together. And Brother Evans said, all right, all right, I want all the men out in the aisle tonight. He said, all the men, the book says, leap for joy. I want all you men to leap for joy. This dude had papers. He couldn't, wasn't even coordinated enough to jump. He did that kind of mess for two or three times. It's funny. He did that. And then something hit him, and he took off jumping and twisting and turning. He let out a hoop 
that would have made the whole Indian nation proud of him. And he started doing laps around the church. And for the next almost three weeks, he became the leader of the pack. And his wife stood up to testify. One night she said, you know, God's given me a wonderful husband. He's very wonderful father. He's very attentive and kind. He's a good supplier, faithful and loving. She said, but you know that three weeks ago something happened to my husband. He's a different man in church. And she said, I want to tell you he's a different man at the house. She said, all I can say now is, man, oh man, what a man my man is. Let me talk to these beautiful young ladies here. If a guy has a hard time worshiping God and telling God that he loves him because it's not in him to be very expressive, he's going to have a hard time telling you that he loves you. Don't marry you some guy you find out in the parking lot. You marry a worshiper up here and around the front of the altar. That's where you find a husband. And that road goes both ways, too. You understand what I'm saying? That's not where you find a husband or wife. Right up here is where you find a husband or wife. Somebody willing to praise God. You don't want to spend your life saying, Come on, baby, come to church with me. You want to find somebody going to stand shoulder to shoulder and praise His name and live for God and enjoy the joy of His salvation. Oh, come on, you know I'm telling you the truth. Number eight, there's a reason for my dance. Because my sins are gone. Woo! Woo! They're gone! They're gone! They're gone! They're gone! It ought to make you shout. You ought to get happy because he washed your sins away. Don't tell me you don't have any reason to praise him. Don't tell me you don't have any reason to get excited. Can you shout because your sins are gone? Number nine. There is a reason for my dance. Because I've made it one more day. The dirty devil told me I couldn't make it. He told me I wouldn't last. He told me I didn't have the real experience. He told me I was no good and I couldn't do it, but I made it one more day. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and shout. He's been talking fast to me, but check this out, devil. I'm still here. I'm still praising God. I'm still getting excited. I'm still having church. I'm telling somebody there's a reason for my dance. Number 10, because it's my time to dance. Ecclesiastes 3 and 4 says, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. Some folks never do get to that time. They spend their life weeping and mourning, but they never get to the dancing part. The word there is record, meaning to stamp. To spring about wildly. Come over here. 
Y'all sit down where you can see this. I need you to stamp your foot. I need you to jump up and turn around while you spring about wildly. It's my time to dance. Thank you, son. It's my time to get happy. You all back up and give me some room here. But I've cried long enough. I've been through pain long enough. It's my time to dance. It's my time to praise God. It's my time to get excited. It's my time to rejoice. I'll go ahead and praise it. It's where I live. I grew up singing, Glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll. Let me ring my Savior's praises far and wide. For I've opened up toward heaven all the windows of my soul. And I'm living on the hallelujah side. <laughs> Brother, praise is what I do. I'm a praiser. I'm out of the tribe of Judah. I'm out of the tribe of praises. God called me to show forth his praises. Am I making sense to anybody? When I was just in junior high school, we didn't call it middle school, we called it general, junior high school. They had a joke that I thought was a good joke. Some dude standing on a street corner, snapping his finger. Everybody here knows this one. Somebody came up to him and said, we said it was a beatnik or hippie or, well, it was a beatnik back in them days. So the man said, what's up, man? So what you doing? Said, I'm keeping the elephants away. Said, you crazy, man. There ain't no elephants within 3,000 miles of here. Said, I know. I'm doing a good job, ain't I? The book said, if we don't praise him, the rocks are going to cry out. Why are you dancing, Brother Ballastero? I'm keeping the rocks from crying out. I'm keeping the rocks from having a shout down. I'm not going to let them have church. Without me being involved. <laughs> Number 13. Because I have some walls that need to come down. When God told Israel, I want you to walk around Jericho once a day for six days. And then on the seventh day, walk around her seven times. And when you get done, stop and start shouting. And watch what happens when you start shouting. Don't wait until the walls come down before you shout. Just go ahead and shout and watch the walls come down. God, I don't feel like shouting, but I'm going to shout because I've got some walls that need to come down. I've got some victories I need. I've got deliverance that I have to have in my life. Some of you could go home with liberty. Some of you could go home with victory in your soul. Some of you could go home with healing. And some of your prayers answered if you just go ahead and shout before the wall falls down. <laughs> Number 14. Because God said to Praise Him with a timbrel and dance. 
it's always in order. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him on the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath. You don't even have to have the Holy Ghost. Let everything that hath breath. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Why don't we praise Him right now? I want to, I want my musicians to get ready to come right now. About five more minutes, all right? There's a reason for my dance. My next number is because I'm healed. Is there anybody here that's ever been healed? Six, eight, ten people, is that all? I want you to know God's touched every one of your bodies. When God touches you, I don't care if it's for a cold or what it is. You ought to go ahead and shout. You ought to go ahead and praise Him. You ought to go ahead and have a little church. Thank you for folding these chairs up. All right. I'm jumping to number 17. Because it's our anniversary time. The devil didn't believe we could make it 50 years. But Lord God, look how far we made it. Not because we're any good, but God's helped us this far. Ebenezer, here's the truth, hath the Lord helped us. So we've got a reason to shout rejoice. Look what the Lord has done. My God, you've blessed us and honored us. <laughs> I want all the worshipers to come up around the front. And I'm going to give you my last one. My last reason I'm going to take time to give you tonight is because the devil don't like it. That's another reason why I dance. Devil, you don't like this. Because it breaks the fetters of hell. <laughs> That's what got Paul and Silas out of jail. 